The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Another hot episode of the Golden Buddhist Your boy Poopal. Got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's good with you, my boy? What's happening with you, bro? Much. I forgot to tell you. I uh I did I guess we're trying something new because I think it'll get a clear picture when we do our clips. That's why that thing popped up about the record. I was still wondering what I was like, man, what the heck is this? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Oops. Uh but man, I hope y'all uh you know what I'm saying? Happy to join us. We happy to have y'all with us, man. We got a great, uh, great lineup of things to talk about tonight. Uh, man, stop lying. We got some good stuff to talk about. I don't know if it's great. You know, it was gonna be a lot better if you know what I'm saying people had to do what they were supposed to do, but we're gonna see. Oh, I got Dylan calling me. Let me see what he's talking about. Dylan, I'm on the show. I'm on the show. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh hey, speaking of one of our other babies. How you doing, Leah? Hope you're doing all right. Getting her, her, Ooh, better be. Yeah. Our baby got some good news recently. Um man, they they had their little sneaker ball at school on Friday. Oh, that's what we didn't do stuff like that when I was in school. We had dances. We had dances, but we didn't have no sneaker balls. So we used to have to be, you know what I'm saying, full slacks with the with, and then the bad part about it, it used to be right after school. So all day you walk around with that bag with your other with your extra set, <laughs> with your extra set of clothes. And you, you know what I'm saying, showing your friend be like, bro, I'm gonna be clean today. You be like, ooh. Look at her. She said, and I ate. <laughs> she, she ain't nine. She ate. She ain't seven. She ate. Y'all gonna she learn. Was, she was cute or whatever. I had a little <laughs> or whatever, you yeah. know. That little yeah. or whatever part on the Yeah, yeah. Uh, our kids, man. They grow up. They get so old. Especially, especially the girls. Just want y'all to know. There is a shotgun. <laughs> anyway, uh, go ahead and get ready. Uh, what's good, Tyler? Appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, 
Man, we're going to get ready to jump into it. But first, y'all know what we got to do. We got to give a shout out to our sponsors over at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag. We'll be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to BetOnline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, we are back. Um, I think we uh I think we gotta start here, man. Um major shout out to all the lady tigers out there. Um, especially, you know what I'm saying, the 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 lady sports tigers, let me say it like that. Basketball, softball, gymnastics. Thumb wrestling. It don't matter. Them Lady Tigers undefeated, man. Since they, well, I say, I ain't going to say undefeated. Uh, they, You know the last time any female sports at LSU lost a game? Didn't gymnastics lose the other day to Florida? Did they lose? I thought they – oh, shoot. I'm, they finna mess me up. Oh, they did. They lost to Florida. God dang it. That's what I thought. That, that messed me up. I thought they I, – I completely thought they won. Well – you know all those sports. We're gonna talk about the sports that you know what I'm saying have a that ain't you know what I'm saying based off judges. <laughs> right. <laughs> but now nah, man, you know the last time uh, basketball, softball lost the game? Basketball would had to have been softball hasn't lost, I know that. Mm-hmm. Um basketball would have had to have been Who we lost to? We lost to Auburn, South Carolina, and oh, key was right here. January twenty, yeah, Miss twenty ninth. That's when the last loss was. January twenty ninth, last time that uh, up until you know the gymnastics. Um, last time they lost the game. It's been phenomenal. It's been a, a major streak. Um, Men ain't too terrible. They ain't too far behind. But mm-hmm. they ain't too far. I'm talking about as far as the street stuff. I ain't talking about the rest. We'll get to the other stuff. Um, but man, um women's basketball. Big win on uh was that Thursday? Wednesday? Thursday. Big win on Thursday against uh Tennessee. And what's that? Man, Auburn. That was Auburn. Was it Auburn? Auburn. I'm sorry. Big win against Auburn. And then they turn around and had a uh, – uh, yeah, Thursday. Then they had a huge win today against Tennessee. Uh, Haley Van Lift show. Yeah, the Thursday was the Angel Reese show. And then today was uh, Haley. 
playing like we all thought she could play whenever she transferred in. Um, her best game as a Tiger, easily season high in points, no turnovers. Um, she just played an overall well-rounded game. It seems like the bigs and the guards don't have a good game at the same time. It's either the, the bigs, like last game, Angel Reese, great game. The guards are struggling. This game, you had a good game by Haley. Michaela kind of stepped back up a little bit, but you didn't have the best game from Anissa and Angel. So if they can put it all together at the same time, they're a dangerous team and definitely a team nobody wants to see in the tournament. Yeah, completely agree. Um, what we saw, like you said, this is what we've been hoping. We knew Haley uh, had the ability to score. Um, but finding that groove um, has been, it's been a challenge for her uh, to find that groove to, you know what I'm saying, compete like we thought she could. Uh, trying to uh, – being able to uh, – <laughs> my bad, Dylan just busting here. Uh, being able to uh, – get her shots off and also keep other people involved. It, it's just been, we've been waiting on it. Yeah. That's what we've been wanting to see. Yeah. Uh, Try to see who else. I'm looking at the box score. Um, yeah. Hey, led all scores with, uh, with LSU with 26, uh, Michaela with 15, Angel had 11, uh, Flage had nine, Anissa had eight. Last year, Poa had three. De Rosario had three, and Kent did not did not score. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Flage, I think earlier she was sick. So, yeah, they said so, she was playing under the weather. Yeah. Um, last year, we talked about Alexis Morris. They'll go as far as, you know, saying this team will go as far as Alexis Morris takes them. Um, I know point guard is, is what we focus on, but I honestly feel like right now at this point, Flage is the key. Yeah. Um, not necessarily offensively, but the, the her defensive, you know, been able to step up. That's that's key. Yeah, she's her best two way player. So having her on the court at her best is going to be necessary for this team to to make a long run. You're going to need that defense and that that intensity on the defensive side of the ball. Yes. Um, We've got Georgia coming up Thursday um, in Georgia. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. You you can't take anybody lightly at this point in the season. Um, I don't know, and I, I guess this is a question I'm asked: Can LSU improve their their seating, or is it you feel like it the, the highest they can get is a where they at at four, projected four. I think they can get to a three seed, but I don't know if they'll get any higher than that. Okay, um, they can definitely drop. Drop. Um, they lose a couple of these games. Uh, 
I don't know. It's, I don't know. You got Georgia and Kentucky left, and then the tournament. I, I just I don't know where to go from now. It's like you you at this point you just gotta you just gotta win. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I know, and I know teams like everybody keeps saying all these other guys, all these other teams losing around them, but I think LSU's non-conference schedule is gonna hurt. Yeah, strength of schedule. Yeah, yeah. So them other teams, they can lose, but they got a better strength of schedule, so they still gonna get in the benefit of the doubt of LSU. Yeah, completely agree. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I um. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to leave it there. Um, I just need them to make a little, a, a slight little run in the tournament. Um, last two years, they got what? They were one and done year one, year two, what? Two wins in the tournament, and then they were out? Lost to Tennessee last year. Uh, Keith said Thursday, uh, we get the updated projections. I think you you touched on this, what Wallace was saying uh, about the, you know, with all the losses uh, around them, you know, so. Yeah. I think three is the I highest. Don't, I, I don't see it. Strength of schedule. Yeah. yeah. I, yes and no. I get what he's saying. He said the benefit of doubt over reigning uh, national champs. Just watch the game. Uh, committee members, I, I get what he, I get what you're saying, Chance. I, I just don't that that, that week non conference, and then you didn't perform. I mean, you lost against Colorado, which is probably the best non conference you had. Um, you I'm not necessarily say you struggled in conference, but you got you got uh, two bad losses, in my opinion. Uh, with the uh, Auburn and Mississippi State, Mississippi State, not so much, but it's still a bad loss. That's just my that's just my two cents on it. Uh, got anything else before we move along? No, nah, I'm good with that one. Yeah, Key said Virginia Tech was a good non conference. That was that was, but that's two games. I mean, that in Colorado is only two games. All right, next up, man. Uh, I ain't going to stay here long because this this is way outside my element. LSU uh, softball. Um, they are, as we mentioned, undefeated. Uh, they finished off their weekend series. The weekend series was a – they did the whole – they played two games against uh, Boise State, two games against Houston, and then um, Austin P. They won all, all – of course, all the games. Beat Boise in, in 10, uh, 3-2 on Thursday. Uh, on Friday, they beat Boise eight to five. They beat Houston ten to three. Uh, on Friday, Saturday, they beat Houston five nothing. And then again, Saturday, late Saturday evening, they beat them uh, eleven nothing and beat Austin P eleven nothing and five. Uh, yeah, they. Um, um, I don't know how much you pay attention to to the softball team. Somebody. Uh, I was going to say, uh, somebody out there in the chat, let me know. Um, is this be- best best teams um, since what? What was that? Uh, like what? Seventeen when they made that run? Don't give me the line. Hmm. 
Danny Girl said best team by far. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was one best team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I did I saw about a little bit outside my wheelhouse, a lot of bit outside my wheelhouse. Um, they got the purple and gold challenge coming up this next week. I mean, this weekend, Friday, uh, taking on Illinois. Um at uh four o'clock at six thirty day at San Diego State. Saturday at five, they'll take on San Diego State again. Uh, and then at seven thirty, they'll take on McNeese. Sunday they'll take on McNeese at three, and then later on at five thirty, they'll take on La Tech. I know uh, uh what I do like about the the South Mosque. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. I was gonna say what I do like about this softball schedule. Um, Beth has tried to schedule uh, a lot of variety of teams from all around the nation. Um, you can almost prepare yourself to to most of these uh tournaments, like the regionals and stuff, like you know, saying different ver- ver- uh, variety of teams you'll play. Yeah. I know that that schedule you talk about this weekend, both uh, San Diego State and uh, McNeese, both have uh, received votes for the top twenty-five. So that she's doing a good job of, of mixing, you know, power teams versus you know quality teams on the schedule. It's not it's not like the women's basketball team with a bunch of cupcakes on the schedule. She's actually scheduling quality opponents to give a team a good test, you know, before conference gets here. Um, I'm starting having them issues. Uh, <laughs> next up, man, men's basketball. What do you say? Great game on on Wednesday with a big upset over Kentucky, and they came out later straight. At, well, I'm not gonna say that. They start off really good against Mississippi State. Um, and then it seemed like when Tyrell Ward went out, all the air left the building. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. They didn't look like they was really excited to be there on uh, on Saturday, man. It just seemed like they was kind of going through the motions a little bit. Uh, they didn't really seem seemed like they kind of were emotionally not up for the game, like they were, mm-hmm. you know, coming off those two big games that they had. You know, I think it was just kind of emotional letdown game for them. I mean, they they started pretty good in the first half, but then, like you said, war guy war left the game. They weren't the same, and that second half, they just didn't seem like they had the legs up on them. They just seemed like they was kind of emotionally drained. So I think uh, it'll be good for them to have a couple days off and then get some uh, get their legs back under them, and because they got they got a couple couple winnable games left to play. They got Georgia, Vanderbilt. Missouri, you know, then the Arkansas game, which is going to be kind of a, a tough one, but very winnable games down the stretch. They just got to get get their legs back under them and, and get back focused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you talked about emotionally kind of out of this game. Um, it's almost like they got they had hangover. 
Yep. Um, they celebrated too long, and that was it. Um, Jalen Cooks, how, is his, how long is his injury as far as uh, do you know? Is he is it is that hamstring right that's lingering? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably they might keep him out till the tournament or close to it. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's something that's uh, it's very delicate because it's so easy to re-injure a hamstring. So you kind of got to take the time with that one. Oh yeah, I, I trust me. I know, I know. Um, and then when you run it like that, it's just yeah, yeah. Do you, you want to uh Key's comment about Coach Kim scheduling? <laughs> want to talk about that real quick? I uh. I have a difference of opinion. I understand what he's saying, but I, I think that's I think it's a farce. I think it is too. But uh he's saying that Kim schedules teams to help them money wise and each team we played did something really well, like press and steals, et cetera. So it helped us work on situations. Um bruh. <laughs> Uh, there's nothing Texas Southern uh, helping them out money wise, yeah. But Texas Southern, Mississippi Valley State is nothing that they Coppin State. Yeah, um, I mean, Coppin State actually gave you a game to, for for. I mean, but it was a blowout. But my thing is, if they if those teams all did something well that prepared them to let let them work on situations, there was a better team that did the same thing. That could have prepared you just as well, yeah. Or if not, uh-huh. so I feel like she 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 scheduled teams to help that record look the way it looked going into conference play. So okay, because we actually talked about this on HBCU. He said Coppin State was for uh for Angels Homecoming. If I'm not mistaken, Maryland. Is there um what's what's the other school in, in Baltimore? Um I mean Maryland would have been a real homecoming considering she played for Maryland. Yeah, but that's true. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. I get it. it it's 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 stronger, it's stronger teams that could have, you know, but I, I get what you're saying. Um, I do like that she did schedule. We talked because we did talk about this again. See, I like that she scheduled the the HBCUs and stuff, but yeah, you gotta do better. Um, it was another incident, uh, with the storm in the courts yesterday. Um, Duke lost to Wake Forest. Wake Forest stormed the court. Um, I ain't gonna even try to say dude's name. Um, yeah, he got uh said, uh, somebody ran into him, hurt his knee, you know, and said he said they did it on, on purpose. So, I don't think they intentionally hurt him, but I do think that uh, that's something that needs to be addressed when it comes to storming the court is the player safety. Because um, we saw the same thing with ain't not our Angel, uh, Caitlin Clark. Yeah, um, I just feel like there needs to be. I don't know if there needs to be like systems in place to let the players get off the court first before they storm the court, you know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be, but it's, it's definitely not a, a, a safe situation for the players to be in. 
Yeah. Um, storming it. So, as somebody who stormed the field, um, it's a lot different storming a field than storming a court, in my opinion. It's because it's so tight. It's it's not it's not as it's not as safe. Um, and I feel like that's gonna that's a huge issue. Um, we never see anybody storm the baseball field. I tell you that much. True. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, should it be banned storming the court? I, now, I, and it's like I said, I stormed the field when LSU beat Bama. I was there. I think storming the court, like I just said, it should be, in my opinion, ban it. You got to do something. I don't know how you can ban it, though, because, I mean, like, you can't. If the, if the, everybody in the crowd wanted to rush the court, there ain't nothing you could do to stop them. That's true. So the only thing you could do is is penalize it when it happens, like the SEC has done with fines and things mm -hmm. like that. Like the ACC has nothing in place when it comes to fines for schools who storm the court or anything like that. So I think that would be the start more so than just come straight up banning it. Yeah. Um. What was it? Danny girl said dog piles are are dangerous too. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, you know, yeah, that's true. Um, Key said Caitlin flopped. I, I now that I do agree with. Um, I think dude yesterday th with the Duke, I think he kind of flopped too because he looked like he like he was trying to trip one of the people. Yeah, yeah. It's a that's a, a offensive foul when you stick your leg out, try to draw the penalty. So yeah. Um karma. But yeah, it's some guy. Like I said, some gotta be done. Um, <laughs> Chance said you need Army Corps. <laughs> you need a, an army of cops. Oh, I'm sorry, I said Army Corps. Army Army of cops to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Danny said, "Don't give the NCAA any ideas because we'll be having cage games or games where the fans are outside the bubble for safety." Yeah, it'd be like UFC. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> uh um recently or earlier this week, um I think 247 reported that NCAA is currently looking at possibly moving the early signing day up to the first week of December. I think that was more so just a suggestion uh, by the SEC commissioner. Than it was actual concrete. If that's that's what they're gonna do, yeah. First of all, I, I, I'm I have problems with that. If you move it up, I okay, I can understand moving it up. I, I would say move it up to um the week after that for the second week of December. If you're gonna move it up, um, I know you got a different uh difference of opinion or a different time that you say move it up. Um, but the reason why I say move it up until that second week in December. The first week of December is uh, pretty much uh, high school championship games, at least here in Alabama. I think y'all may be a week after that. So yeah, it still would affect Louisiana uh, if they made it the second weekend. Uh, but I know Alabama and, and, and several other states, the first weekend is is typically like, like high school championship games. 
But bigger than that, it's college championship week. College conference, college conference championship week. So you'll have teams for trying to prepare for, you know, saying championship games and still be, you know, it, it's almost like you penalized. Yeah. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? If you win your conference, you have to deal with that. So, but to the, I mean, it would, it would be a dead period. So you wouldn't be able to talk to the recruits during that time period. You know what I mean? So you would, dead period just mean you can't call them. Yeah, I'm saying. So that was, it you ain't, you still going to talk to them. They, 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 it's, I know. I'm just saying, like, it ain't doing it. It'd be a take call. Me. Yeah, during that, doing it during that week, I get what you're saying, but it ain't gonna be like they just out taking recruiting visits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it ain't taking recruiting, visits, but it's still, you know, you're in the middle of trying to game plan to win a championship, and instead of that, you've now got to sit there and text a, a 17, 18 year old They're doing that anyway, right now, yeah, but they're not doing it during championship week. Yes, they are because the signing day is after the championship week. They still recruiting. Yeah, I'm, okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's just that the deadline has moved up, but either way it go, they still would be doing the same thing. It just wouldn't have that same uh importance of emergency. Like it wouldn't be as immediate as urgent, considering yeah. the when the signing day would be. Yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. That, that's that's yeah. Um. I know we had this conversation the other day. I don't. I, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna bring it back up. I just. I feel as though. And I, I guess my argument is a argument more of principle than of actual or actual legitimate something that can happen. I would love to see them do some kind of limitations on the coaches instead of always doing all these limitations on the kids because a lot of this stuff is done to try to. Um, with the portal, because that's one moving it up will help, you know what I'm saying, give the high school kids a little bit more leg up against the portal guys. Um, but yeah, let's let's leave it here though. though. I, I like I say, I, I would love to see them instead of making all the rules for the kids, they make some rules for the coach. I know it ain't it's a it's a what you call it, it's just more of a like I say, argument or principle. Yeah, and my my thing, I get your point about players have s- certain rules for when they can leave and how they can leave and thing, and there's no rule for coaches. I get that, but this is this is something that I, I thought about the other day. Like, take away the athlete part of it, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a college student, it's only certain times you can transfer anyway. Yeah, see what I'm saying? So. Even if they weren't athletes, they wouldn't be able to transfer during the middle of the semester. And the other, they'd have to wait till the end of the semester. So I don't think the transfer portal window thing is really as big of a deal as it seems because they still got to wait till the end of the semester to transfer or the end of the quarter or whatever to transfer. So mm-hmm. I think the transfer windows aren't as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. Yeah. And... I I get that. Well, I I wanna I wanna rebuttal that with this, with your your example, you know, about the student. Because I, I I'm honestly I didn't even think about it like that, but that makes a lot of sense. But another thing, 
you don't have professors just going from university to university just changing, you know what I'm saying? And so now you know what I'm saying you gotta follow your favorite professor or whatever. No, nah, that's true, but at the same yeah. time, you still even if your coach leaves, yeah, you still gotta wait till the end of the semester to transfer. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's well, the legit. window don't really bother you. You still gotta wait to the end of the trend. Yeah. Only thing, only thing you can do is say entering the portal lets you talk to people sooner. Like right now, you can't enter the portal. But if you was already in the portal, you could be talking to people, and you just had to stay at your school to the end of the semester. That's the only mm-hmm. difference is you when, is when you can talk to people. But you still gonna be at your your current school to the end of the semester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's just I don't know. That portal stuff. Touchy subject. Touchy subject. Um, I'm going to tell you, this next story, I was excited f- at first, and then I realized what it meant. Um, Eric Bieniemy is uh, said to be headed to UCLA uh, as an OC. I was excited for him, you know, to see him, you know, be able to, you know, do something something else but then i i've realized it's like dang i mean he gonna be the oc against lsu yep i don't know how much it matters yep. they don't have a quarterback right now that i they ain't got much over <laughs> so, there. that's a good high he... you mm-hmm. uh i like that i like that i like the uh interim i'm not interim the head coaching hire as well oh yeah yeah, yeah, that's that story in itself was was you know saying a good story. <sighs> that goes back to that old coaching mess, um, but yeah, it's um, it's gonna be interesting being me over there. Um, I wonder if he'll be able to. I wonder how he is as a recruiter. That's gonna be interesting, right there. But ain't too many OTs that can pull out a Super Bowl ring. Ain't too many OCs can say, you know what I'm saying? Um I had, I was calling plays for Patrick Mahomes. And won the Super Bowl for it. Yeah. Two of them things. So <laughs> oh man. Um <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, but he won the oh he won the DC though. I was gonna say he, he won. Airbnb might be one of the best OCs ever. He won a Super Bowl with uh Matt House on the other side. <laughs> Damn, boy. Uh I know House went calling the plays, but sheesh. Um man, something to get excited about. EA's NCAA football 25. Uh it looks like it's gonna be moving forward. They're gonna be announcing a date. They I think they said during March Madness. Something like that. Um, they it, details came out about uh NIL deals. I think they were saying it was like six hundred dollars and a free um, copy of the game. Free copy of the game. Um, and that's a lot of money for dog that you, that EA putting out. If you think about it, I so, yeah, it don't sound like it, it does sound like a lot of money per per student, but it's a lot when you look at who all they paying. One hundred thirty five FBS teams. 85 players on each roster. That's $6.8 million, bro. <laughs> and, and then they, a free copy of the game, so I ain't no telling how much that is. Also, you got to think about um, 
they it, we might see F they didn't rule out FCS players. I mean, yeah, uh, team. We might see FCS players in like a downloadable content. It just been confirmed that there's all one thirty five FBS. That's why I just went with FBS. So I mean, yeah. even even if, even with just FBS, that's six point eight mil. If you throw FCS teams in there, you're probably doubling that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm looking forward to this. I'm so looking forward to this game. This thing, this game going, this game going to break up some marriages. This game going to do all kind of stuff, bro. Fortnite almost, you know what I'm saying? Me and Dylan be going at each other there in Fortnite. So I already know what this is going to be like. And we just had uh, my daughter leave us to go play Fortnite. So I understand yeah. the um, <laughs> the addiction to Fortnite is real around here. Yeah. I played it earlier, but he he was gone. I played it earlier. I, I, I almost won. I, I came to second place. Bro, I'm like the uh, Mar Levy uh Fortnite, bro. Every time I play, bro, I didn't have four. I, I came to second place like eight times straight. And then I find I finally won. Can't get one. over the hump. I finally won one, but they be killing me literally. Um, man, we got uh spring football. The USFL, not USFL. Excuse me. The UFL uh, started training camp yesterday. I did not so, even know, bro. I've been so out the loop. Yeah, yeah. I I just saw it's funny because I actually, um, I saw the story on ESPN and it made me kind of look into it. Um, so I started looking into it. The way it's going to go, they're going to have carry uh seventy players through training camp. Uh, when the season starts, they'll have to uh cut down to fifty. Mm. Yeah. So. I'm trying to tell you the teams because I know we hadn't talked much about. I know we 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 knew that it was going to be. Uh, hold on, let me find. Let me go back and find it. Um, there are four teams from the USFL, four teams from the XFL. Um, hold on, let me see. Here we go. Here we go. Teams. Uh, there was one crossover team, Houston. Houston, um, I forget what how they did it. They 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 kept the USFL team name, but or team, but gave them the name from the XFL, it was something like that. Um, but they broke it down like almost like AFC NFC did when they merged. Uh, USFL conference was it's going to have Birmingham Stallions, Houston Roughnecks, uh. Memphis Showboats, Michigan Panthers. The XFL conference is going to have the Arlington Renegades, the DC Defenders, the uh, San Antonio Brahmas, and the St. Louis Battlehawks. Nobody from the West Coast. They'll get though. They'll get though. Something else I don't like. The kickoff that they do that you know what I'm saying the USFL XFL got famous for for the you know what I'm saying can't move you line up like twenty yards. Um, they're getting rid of it, going to the traditional kickoff for the NFL, like that, that the NFL does. I don't like it personally. Safety wise. Yeah, I don't like it neither, but your girl over here texting me, Adriana. 
She said it won't let her sign in the comments, so she made over here. <laughs> oh man, we probably. She just had to let us know she was watching. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, I appreciate you watching. Um, matter of fact, you you know what you can do? You can go back and watch again um, and log in. It should let you log in. And then you can comment after the show, and we'll still see it, and we'll comment back. Scouts, I don't know. That girl crazy, man. She really upset over here, too, about it, boy. I don't blame her. She should be. Um, you two get yourself together. Um, but yeah, man, USF, I mean, UFL. Um, <laughs> she texted me and said, Tell him I said there's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man, that good, crazy, man. Uh, are you gonna watch? I guess that's the next question. Depending on what else there is on to watch, because uh, I'm probably not putting it above the March. Yeah, so I might catch them on a on a on the weekend when March Madness got like a bye week or whatever, you know, something like that. And after March Madness, but March Madness will come first, which is gonna be interesting because I think it starts the end of March. Runs for ten weeks straight, no um, interruptions, no no bye weeks, yeah, and then it goes into playoffs. That'd be that'd be interesting in itself. Um, all right, man, your favorite subject. Let's talk a little baseball. Baseball team. Uh, they dropped one this weekend. They dropped uh the game on Friday. Uh, Friday. Against um, Stony Brook, bro, Preston, shout out Preston guy, Peyton daddy. Um, Preston said that they should ban Stony Brook from uh, Alex Box Stadium. Well, apparently nobody remembers the time LSU beat Stony Brook in 2019. Everybody just remembers the time they lose to Stony. That's Brook. my that's my first thought of Stony Brook is always when they beat LSU. In the super regional, mm-hmm. yeah. Them and um and and Coastal Carolina. I'm telling you, listen, I be scared of them little schools, man. I be respecting, uh. But they did, like I said, they you know what I'm saying they beat LSU. Um, thoughts, man. Um, uh, uh, you know, because a, a lot of people seem to have a thought. You know, what I'm saying. And baseball, like they treat baseball like football. They look at baseball with football uh, kind of eyes, um, and they're like, "Man, you lost to a, a FCS school, or however you look at it." But it's not that's there is no FCS in baseball or basketball yeah. for that matter. I think that was just one of them games, bro. Uh, excuse me. Um, you couldn't. The wind was blowing in, so you had a lot of. Deep flyouts that would have been home runs on another occasion. Um, and Stony Brook just pitched pretty well, honestly. Um, you didn't pitch very well, you allowed some walks and some errors and things like that. So it just it was kind of a perfect storm for for uh Stony Brook, and they caught him at the right time. But if, I mean, LSU ain't got nothing to worry about. You look at what happened 
in the game since then, they went out, took care of business even today, uh, took care of business against Stony Brook. So I think it's early in the season. Jay still kind of find out who he can rely on as far as arms, when to bring certain guys in, getting his rotations right. And then um, and he's still tinkering with the batting lineup too, you know what I mean, trying to figure mm-hmm. out who to put in what positions in the order. So it's way too early in the season for me to be uh, worried about that that loss. I mean, you wasn't going undefeated. So just go ahead and get that, that L out the way. That way you can just focus on playing baseball here on out instead of trying to remain undefeated. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I was just talking uh, the other night in spaces about um, baseball team and stuff about uh, what's the guy? Tommy Tanks. Yep. He's not there right now. Um, I know physically he's uh, – somebody mentioned that he's uh, still recovering from, you know, the shoulder and stuff. But I think mentally he, he's he's not there. Um, I I would – if I were coaching baseball, which I have no, no reason to be, but if I was to coach baseball, um, I would I would probably sit him a game or two just to, you know, saying mental reps – or whatever, I would still bring him in the game later on to get like a bat, you know, saying the pinch, you know, saying pinch hit or whatever, and maybe you know, saying play the field a little bit. But because his fielding ain't the issue, it's it's truly at the plate. He's he's swinging that stuff. He has no business. So I think part of it is he um he's not gonna get as many pitches to hit this year. He That's he tried it. He's the guy that game planning around. So he just got to have a. A more disciplined approach at the plate, um, not necessarily swing at every first pitch you see, mm-hmm. and and kind of be more disciplined and and, and wait for the right pitch because you're not going to see too many of them. So when you get the right one, you're going to have to make make them pay for it. Yeah. Um. Outside of that, um, I I like what I've seen from you know saying a lot of the young guys who got on the team. Um, and new guys, Malam, phenomenal. Um, I saw that. I saw that. What everybody was talking about in Cam Johnson saw that. We saw that today uh, a little bit. Uh, Jay Johnson played about eight or nine pitches, seemed like today, and still probably had another 10, 12 that were available. Yeah. We got plenty of depth in the in the in the bullpen. That ain't no issue. Yeah. So um Penn said Tommy's actually being more patient at the plate than uh this year than last. Uh now he is, uh, but the last few like the first few games, he was swinging first pitch. Um he, he has like the last few games started being a little bit more patient. Um Chance says bat, uh Tommy was actually batting three forty five going into today. And this is another one I, I like, Fidel. I like him too. I like him. He 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 got he got the uh he got it together right now, pitching wise. So, so I like what I see out of him. Um, I do want to ask you about one thing, Gidry. I thought I honestly thought he was a pitcher by necessity last year, and we see him in the field this year. Um, but it seems as though, you know what I'm saying, that's where they're going to keep him. Yeah, he's, he got that mindset to be a good closer, though, bro. He got that mindset of, 
I'm the baddest dude out here and I can get anybody out. So I mean, whenever you uh when you got a guy with that that mindset and then the the, the stuff to back it up, I mean, he could come in there and he can just sling it, bro. And that's more valuable to me right now for what this team needs than putting him at shortstop. I mean, when you look at what Braswell's but I mean Braswell's the vacuum out there. He uh <laughs> he ain't letting too many things get by him in the field. And so when you have a guy who who's that good defensively, I mean you having a guy who can come in and get you three straight three straight outs in the ninth in a high pressure situation is more valuable than having a backup shortstop. That's true too. That's true. Um plus Milan got that. I think he got that sold up as that that backup shortstop. Um, PJ said uh, he wants to uh, grow that Fidel stash. Um, mm. Tyler says Gidry needs another pitch in his opinion. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Um. Man, I think that's about it. All we had. Uh, I'm trying to think. Did we cover everything? I think that was it. You got anything before we get up out of here? Uh, any news or something that we may have missed? No, that's all I got, man. Are y'all got anything in the chat before we uh before we skedaddle? I ain't gonna lie, I'm hungry now. Uh oh, I do know what I want to talk about. We talked about um these small teams and stuff in baseball. Did you see Clemson score Friday night? They were undefeated going into the game, but did you see that score? Say what they lost the series, if I'm not mistaken. No, they won the series. Oh, they did. They lost. They won the series. Uh Hold on, let me let me bring it back up. Kennesaw State, and I know Kennesaw, they was like six hours away from taking the series. Last I looked at it, yeah, Kennesaw State beat them on Friday night. Eighteen to one. Yep. Yesterday, yesterday was a close one. Uh. Clemson ended up pulling it out eight to six, and then they won today seven to two. Yeah, so this is interesting. So next week, Friday, they play South Carolina in South Carolina. I mean, in, uh, Columbia, South Carolina on Saturday. They play in Columbia, South Carolina, but it's a neutral site game. And then on Sunday, they play in Clemson. Yeah. So they, it, uh, East Carolina and, and North Carolina did the same thing this weekend. Yeah, it's like a three-game series in different places each time. Yeah, it is. That's interesting. Spring uh, – chance to win spring practice. Uh, the spring game is. Hold on, let me. I want to say the spring game is this. Yeah. Uh, practice start March fifth. This week, next week. I mean, 
Let's see. Yep. Oh, March 5th, March 9th. I see. That's why I see the first practice day. Am I looking at the right thing? Nope. I'm looking at 2023. Mine says March 5th. Spring practice you day. Were... Week 1, March 5th, 7th, and 8th. Week, week 2, March 19th, <laughs> 1st, 22nd, 23rd. Week 3, March 26th, 28th. Yep. Yeah, I looked at twenty. I, I I googled it and Google gave me twenty twenty three. Yeah, good job, Google. Um, pro day, March twenty seventh. It's about to for the combine and everything. Yeah, it is. Um, man, the Pels blew my parlay the other night. They blew mine tonight, so it's all good. They was doing all right. They was about to win it until uh, they was about to win it until they decided to uh go upside Jimmy Butler head. Jimmy Butler got what he deserved. Then they was uh, I seen I saw where they was uh trolling Stephen A. Smith. I knew they was gonna lose as soon as they did that. <laughs> Almost there. Almost done. Yep. All right, man. Let's get up out of here. Dylan. Dylan is uh he's he's requiring that I get off. Out of here. Uh we'll be back this week, next week. I don't know. Just pay just pay attention. Just pay attention to your notifications. Subscribe, hit the that notification bell and share. Oh, Dan is trying to be funny. She said she uh, walked away. Did we cover any little things that happened today? Uh, he didn't even – well, he gave up a hit. One hit, two hits. He wasn't great. That's it. He wasn't great, but he wasn't in there. But what? Like two or three pitches? I mean, two or three batters? So, shoot, let's be honest. It was a lot of it was a lot of pitches that weren't good <laughs> today for LSU, especially late. So, but, yeah. Uh, she don't want to go, bro. You need to get ready for school anyway, little girl. It's about that time, so. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get ready to get up out of here. Um, where all my stuff at? We'll be back next week sometime. Hold on. I got, we got music. I forgot. We got outro music. Get this stuff. Play my theme music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll be back next week sometime. Like that, we out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Go!
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.